What's up, guys? Welcome to Inside the Ten. Joining me is Cork Admirals head coach Alan Lamazny. Alan, thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm good, Jimmy. Thanks for having me on. Uh, the Admirals are three and zero on the season now after coming off a, a tough win against the the Knights on the road. How do you feel the season's going so far for you? Uh, look, I mean, we we set out every year with the, with the, the plan to get to a Shamrock Bowl. So, you know, we, we we approach every game like you know we need to go and win each one for to get where we're going to. So, you know, we we are just back from obviously from that Belfast trip, which is a an awkward spin from from Cork. Obviously, it's a it's a long it's a long way up, but it's a long way back. And then obviously, you know, you you're playing you're playing as some those teams up in up in Belfast. They're all big guys. Uh, the Knights, great bunch of lads. Um, we have a good relationship with them, and um, you know we knew what to expect, and we knew we were going to get a very hard game, and they were going to, you know, come out there and, and hit us hard and everything. So, you know, we're delighted to get the win. Um, you know, we, we've we've had a good start so far, and um, you know we'll just keep keep going one game at a time and see how we get on. You're almost at the halfway point of your season now, so. I, I, don't, I don't want to, to cast any aspersions here, but are you, are you looking, do you think, at an undefeated season, 8-0, and or what's your vision for the for the second half of the season now? Look, we never kind of predict anything that way. I mean, look, I don't think any team kind of, you know, predicts that they're going to go 8-0 on any season. You know, I look, we, we had a great season back in 2019 where we did have an undefeated season and then we lost the first round of the playoffs. So, yeah. you know, undefeated season, and, and look, you're going to ask the Rebels again last year, it doesn't mean anything unless you win the championship. Yeah. So, you know, if you drop a game or two here and there, you still get to the playoffs. It doesn't matter. Do you know what I mean? When we won the Shamrock Bowl in 18, we lost a couple of regular season games, but, you know, we we had a good run in the playoffs and, and you win the championship. So, you know, we approach it, as I said, one game at a time and we'll see how we get on. You know, we, we've, as I said, we've had a great start. Uh, we're working hard. The lads are, are putting in the effort and putting in the time and, you know, we'll keep going and, you know, we can only play what, what's in front of us. And we'll approach each game bit by bit. You mentioned the Admiral's last Shamrock appearance there, which did indeed come in 2018. Before that, it was 2007, which was a loss. So is 2023 the year that the, the Leadsiders get back to the championship game? Ah, look, you wouldn't know. I mean, you know, we, we've, we, 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 had, uh, we won the AFL one ball in, in 16, you know, and we've had, you know, four straight U championships. So, you know, we have been winning things anyway over the last while. So, you know, yeah, we'd love to be back at the Shamrock Bowl. Um, you know, as I said, that's our aim every year is to get to the Shamrock Bowl. I mean, you know, if you don't set out to try and win a championship, then considering the amount of time we all put into this, then, you know, I I, I don't see why you'd be doing it if, they, if you're not out to win a championship. You know, it would be great if we could. But again, you know, there's a lot of football yet to be played. We're only three games in. You know, there's not a five regular season games to go yet. It could all, you know, it could all go horribly wrong just as easily as it could go right. So you mentioned the first round playoff exit there last season. Have you as a coach changed your approach this season and how you drill your players or your coaching philosophy or is it business as usual and just get things, hope, hope, hope things go right this year? Well, see, I suppose last year was different because we were coming back from COVID. We had, obviously, we had a long break. Um, uh, and you know you had players that were hadn't played football. We had new players coming in. We started an awful lot of rookies last year, um, and and you know we had an uh, we had a slew of injuries towards the end of the season. I mean we went into the the semi final with, um, 
our starting halfback, two of our starting receivers, our quarterback was a game time decision. So we knew we were going into it with one hand behind our back, and you know yeah. we, we still said, look, you know there was not there's nothing you could do about that. Every team goes through injuries, and you go have ups and downs in the season. Um, you know you're trying to keep guys healthy and and hope that they're going to be fit for games. I don't think you really change your. I mean, you know, we we've won an awful lot of games since we came back up to the Premier Division. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, you know, and we've been to the playoffs every year since we came back up. So I I think you know what our way of doing things is fine. It just comes down to availability of bodies, whether that's through injury or through work or whatever the case may be, your family. Uh, you just hope that you have everyone available when you do get to the business end of the season and yeah. uh, you give it your best shot. But, you know, we've always approached the coaching the lads the same way. We have a good group. Uh, we get on very well with them and we all have an understanding of what we want to do and what we expect. Um, and, and, you know, everyone has bought into that and, you know, you know, we've, you know, I think we've we've got the talent to do very well, but again, have to be healthy in order for that to happen. Yeah, you, you definitely need to have as many of your key players available as possible to get over that that playoff hump and into the the championship game. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, you're going to have the best teams there at the end, and you know how healthy are all those teams is is a big factor in whether or not. No, I'm not taken away by any stretch of the imagination. Not taken away from how good UCD's season was last year. They made a great team, you know, and and delighted to see them to get a championship for themselves. You know, after having their own issues at semi-final stages yeah. for the years. You know, so I mean, look, it's great to see it, and it's it's great to see other teams winning championships because you know, you know, and again, no disrespect to the Rebels for winning it. And, and, the, and the Trojans as well for winning it for so long. But I think it's good for the league and it's good for spectators to see different teams winning it as much as possible. Yeah. Um, and it is, it, listen, it is very, very hard to try and do it two years in a row and three years in a row because, you know, we don't have the same, we don't have the same guys sometimes from game to game, not mind from season to season. Yeah. You know, so, you, you know, you're bringing, every year you're bringing in new guys, you're losing guys and you're trying to get fellas to come back and whatever. And it can, you know, to get that that gel, you know, those guys to gel and to get them playing football and, and getting to know each other, that can take time. And, you know, um, it is it is not an easy thing to do to run a club in, in our sport in Ireland. No, definitely. Um, you're probably going to kill me now for bringing this up, but we were, we were discussing off air your own, your own playing days back many, many moons ago. And you mentioned the fact that you were once the starting quarterback for the Admirals. Tell me about that. Uh, listen, that was back in, in 2002 when, when the Admirals was formed first. Um, I, I played for the, the first few years as quarterback. Um, we were, look, we were we were a, a new team. Um, I mean, if you look at it now, there's no way a brand new team would have been thrown into the top division straight away, you know, now, which is great because, you know, that's, a survival of teams obviously wouldn't teams wouldn't last long if they're put up against the, the better teams at the moment. Yeah. Um, back then, unfortunately, there wasn't really an option. Um, you know, and we had we had the rebels and we had the knights. All you know, top teams at the time were were just you know you know you have to you're you're learning really. You have to learn quickly and. Um, but the, the league the league has come on so far since then. I mean, I, I was around back back in those days, and it was 
like it was yeah. a shit show. So now it's yeah. it's it's much better run, which is uh, great for the development of the story. Absolutely. And and listen, credit there goes to Aiden and, and the lads yeah. on the board and, and the girls on the board that you know, this has come on immensely. Even in the last couple of years, it has been fantastic. Yeah. You know, there's an awful lot of work goes into running the league and to, you know, the organisation of games and, and schedules and, and everything. And, you know, to have no three divisions, which, I mean, is yeah. fantastic for the sport, plus flag, plus the youth programme. You know, the European Championships and flag going to be here in, in Limerick there in a few yeah. months' time. I mean, like, there's nobody would have considered doing things like this Back, back when we were playing, yeah. um, and you know the the sport is 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 becoming more and more popular. It is great to see more and more people coming in, male and female, coming into our sport. Um, you know, it, it there's only good things ahead as far as I can see, and I think we're starting to get noticed as well around the world. For you know, or we've we've got guys going to to colleges, and we've got guys you know getting opportunities in in Europe and things like that. Yeah. It's it's fantastic to see. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it, it is great. You mentioned the youth program there. You, in fact, actually double as the head coach of the youth Wolfhounds team. Tell me how yeah. you got involved in that. Well, I, I'm the youth, uh, the Admiral's youth coach since we started our youth program back in 17 as well. Um, and there was a discussion last year about uh, a, a, an under-19s Wolfhounds uh, team and set up the, uh, you know, to try and get a program off the ground and to get it started and whatever and um, Alan Arda, the director of, of the national team, he approached me and he said, look, you know, would I be interested in what my thoughts on it were? And I said, listen, you know, I, I've been, I know all of the coaches and the other teams and because the one thing with the youths is, you know, there's, I suppose there's a bit of an innocence there that you don't have maybe at the senior level where they're all, you know, they're all just eager to get to know each other, talk to each other and whatever. Um, and, uh, you know, you get to know the coaches. And it's actually, you know, if anyone wanted to go see the youth football, it's it's a different experience completely to watching the senior ball because, yeah. you know, they, they still play just as hard, but, you know, it's maybe not as, you know, it's an intense, so to speak, rivalry-wise, you know. Um, and uh, then they were just, he just said to me, you know, what did I think of, of starting up a programme? And I said, look, I think there's absolutely huge amounts of talent in, in the youth league here in Ireland and our, our youth players... Um, there's some serious future, uh, you know, senior Wolfhounds and, and senior squad players there. So then he just, um, we had a couple of conversations and he said, would I be interested in, in taking it on? So I said, yeah, I would be. And, um, you know, our first game is in the is in the Energy Stadium on 25th of August this year. Against that's, the, part of, that's part of the, the, the global part of the, football. Yeah, part of the, the gift programme, yeah. And uh, we're playing the um, community school in Naples from Florida. Um, look, it's going to be, I mean, look, it literally is every football guy's dream, you know, you're playing in a stadium against an American high school under lights on a Friday night. What more could you want? Friday night lights, yeah. you know? So yeah. look, listen, it's going to be, obviously, it's it's a tough ask to take on an American high school in your first game ever when a lot of these guys haven't even played 11-a-side football yet. Um, so, you know, we've a lot of work to do. Uh, we've had, we had our first uh, practice couple of weeks ago and um you know I was I was delighted to see how many turned up and I was delighted to see how eager they were to to go after it and get and get going so I I've no fear that these guys are going to are going to you know knuckle down over the next couple of months there and we're going to get uh, a lot of work done and then we'll be able to you know put out a good product on 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 the field in August and uh, and give it our best 
I was just going to ask you how preparations are going, but you've answered that question for me. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad yeah, to hear yeah. that. No, no, listen, uh, as I said, I mean, the, the, one, the, the main difference you'll find with Joe Football is just the eagerness of these guys. They're like sponges. They just want to soak up all the information, all the knowledge, the questions and questions, questions. It's, 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 it's very, you know, I suppose it's very enjoyable from one thing, but it's, 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 it's something you look at these guys and they just literally, just tell me more, tell me more, tell me more. And, and they'll just do, you know, you know, say, look, we want to do this, this, and this. Yeah, no problem, no problem, no problem. It's fantastic. And, um, you know, the future of, of youth football is bright. And, you know, we have, uh, we'll have the Hope Through Football Camp again this year with Rod Woodson. Uh, yeah. So, you know, that again attracts more guys into the youth programme and, and to youth clubs around, around the league. And I think it's going to make the youth programme in, in Ireland better at the club level. It's going to make the seniors better at, at club level and the Wolfhounds because you're going to have guys that have now played a bit of football at the international level that can, can progress up the line into the senior Wolfhounds and not have to, you know, not, not be learning the international side of things from scratch. Yes. You know, so I think it's going to be, you know, it, it, in my opinion, youth football is the way for all clubs to be going. It's great to have that pipeline of, of young, Absolutely, eager, yeah. talented players coming up the whole time, both at club yep. level and in, at international Wolfhounds level. So yep. uh, it's definitely something great that you're building. Yeah, um, I, guess, I, I, I think, you know, we've, we've reached a point in, in, in Ireland where, you know, we need guys, you, you need an influx every year of new players, regardless, whether that's replacing all guys or whether you want to grow the squad. And the thing is, you, you just can't get enough just coming in off the street. You need to invest in the youth side of things. And if you put the youth program in, I mean, you know, we have got, off the top of my head, there's probably eight guys starting for us at the senior level that have been through the, pro the youth program. Um, and, and that's probably just, that's just off the head. There's probably more. But you know what I mean? Like, th these, are, these are lads that we wouldn't have had off the street you know, at, at an older age, we'll say, whereas they came in, they played youth football, you know, most of them, quite a lot of them have won championships with us, and then, um, you know, and then they slot into the senior squad, they know quite a lot of football already, they, you know, they know schemes, they know past concepts and everything, and next thing, you you know, you, you're moving into, straight away, it, it raises the game for everybody else then, because even the seniors are going, well, now I have to open my game to keep up with the young fellas, and, you know, I think every team in Ireland really, you know, needs to look at, if not if they haven't already, into setting up a, a U programme. And how do you go about recruiting? The, you know, you say it's not just off the street. What, what goes into the process of... Well, you know, I suppose the, the, way, the way we do it in Cork is, you know, we've been, we've been lucky that we have a great relationship with the, with the media in Cork, with Red FM. And, and uh, the news outlets and you know we do a lot of uh, promotion on that a lot of promotion on social media but the biggest word the biggest one is word of mouth yeah. um you know if we've got if we've got a couple of our youth lads and next thing they're winning a, a national championship they're going into school and they're telling their buddies listen i'm playing american football there and i'm winning i've got an irish championship you know and, and you know you know there's not many sports in ireland that you can go in and have an opportunity to win in a national championship at that age, you know, if you look at rugby, look, you know, how many rugby levels you have to go to, to have any attempt to try and get into a national squad. The same with soccer. You know, yes, we have a smaller pool of people, but 
the opportunities to get the higher you know to get to a higher place are there and you know we get guys coming down going oh listen uh, my friend wants to join now because he's seen you know and it's still i mean the nfl is is hugely popular now everyone yeah. can access it on your phone your laptop whatever whereas before like when when god help us when i was older or when i was younger you know, we had an hour-long highlight there at the weekend. You were either watching Channel 4 or T2 did a bit with Miles Dungan there, you know. And, you know, you, you know, guys, you know, there's a trade or there's something happens, straight away you have it on the phone, yeah. you know. Um, and, and I think it's it's a fantastic thing then because all of these young fellas are watching this and they're, you know, we get we get texts and, and, and messages on, on social every week. Have you, you, team? Have you, team? Have you, you team? So... You know, there's lots of lots of different ways of doing it. Um, you yeah. know, I I was doing classes in a secondary school, um, for transition years, teaching them football. We got a couple of lads out of that as well. So, you know, there's there's plenty of ways of approaching it if you put a small bit of time into it. Yeah, absolutely. And tell me, Alan, you've been around the league in some shape or form now, mostly as as a head coach for over twenty years. What's your favorite football memory, if if you have one? Um. This is the question I ask everyone who comes on now. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I look, I, I probably have, I probably have a few uh, fantastic ones. I suppose going back to my very first stint as head coach, um, we had, uh, we, 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 be, we beat the Tala Outlaws ninety eight nil in Cork. Um, obviously, looked at that's 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 a, that's a big one. Uh, and and no mercy rule back then. Uh, you know, we didn't get a hundred. <laughs> Um, the um, and I suppose in in the in in the kind of the current the current thing, uh, the Shamrock Bowl in twenty eighteen, um, you know, getting four in a row with the Utes this past season was fantastic, um, yeah. you know, like, just lots of memories. It, a lot of it is then is you know it it's 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 not even sometimes about winning the games. It's it's the guys you meet, the players, the coaches. You know, we've had some fantastic lads and coaches come through the system there over the last few years and. Guys that you know, you you'll be hoping that not only do you help them grow as a player, that maybe you help them grow as a person, and you, you know you 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 know maybe they learn some things from you and, and true you know what we do that you know help them become better people as they get older as parents and uh, you know as, as you know husbands and wives you know and that they you know they they look back and maybe think that you might have shown them a few things here and there that might have helped that way. So you know there's lots of different things that you you'd have as memories. But I suppose, yeah, look, those maybe the that Shamrock Ball and uh, the ninety eight nil were probably two that stand out in my head. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go back now and see if I can dig out any pictures of you playing quarterback back in the day for the, for the <laughs> Ho- ho- Hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be on Google now for the night. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I I think there are some. <laughs> there are some. I think I've tried to get rid of most of them now. Well, listen, Alan, thanks so much for joining me. It's a pleasure pleasure talking to you. And no problem, Jimmy. Yourself and the Admirals for thanks the very much, Ryan. Thanks for having me on. The domestic season and indeed the Wolfhounds uh, come August and uh, all the best. All right, boy. Thanks. Thanks so much.